Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And it's a wonderful privilege today to, to just be in your presence and get able to share with you. We're going to talk about peace again today. And, you know, how, how are we led by peace? You know, I think there's a great revelation here, if we could get a hold of this. I hear people coming to me all the time and saying, Pastor, you know, how do I know this is God's will? How do I know I'm supposed to do this? How do I know that, that I'm supposed to do this? How do I know I'm supposed to go here? Well, I think Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 in the Amplified says this, And let the peace, your soul, harmony, which comes from God, rule. Act as an umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with vitality all things that arise in your mind. So we know, as I said yesterday, uh, an umpire is a, is, is a in, in a ball game, decides if you're in or you're out. He decides whether you bat or whether you don't bat. Peace is to be the umpire that decides if a thing should be in your life or out of your life. You know, I, I've got something in my life. I, I, I will not allow people to stay in my life that, that steal my peace. You know, some people want to just steal your peace. So the Bible says, let the peace from Christ rule. In other words, when you're making a decision, you're going through a situation, should I do this or I should do that? If you don't have peace about it, let that peace be your umpire. Let that peace be the thing that settles. But you know, most people don't enjoy peace because they're out of the will of God. You know, they follow their own will rather than God's will. They do what they feel like or what they think is right, rather than following God's word and being led by peace. You know, quite often something comes up that I want to do, and it sounds good, feels good, looks good. And it, however, I do not have peace. I've learned to leave it alone. If you don't have peace about something, leave it alone. Because you never know when, when you're trying to make a decision, what are the things that come up in your life? What are the things that try to decide in your life? You know, I heard a, I heard a pastor say this one time. He said he was he was trusting the Lord, and he was over in a third world country, and he just was supposed to catch a car that morning and go to a different city, and he just didn't feel good about it. He said he just didn't feel good about that situation, and he was praying, and he said, "Lord, I I don't understand why I don't why I don't feel good about that situation." And he said he, long story short, he got in the car and he went anyway. And he said four or five down, road, miles down the road, they were in a, a terrible accident. And he said he believed the Lord was trying to tell him, you know, don't get in that car. Don't, 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 I'm trying to give you peace to lead you. I believe God wants to lead all of us. But there's things that come along that want to steal your peace. You know, certain things bother each, each individual. But Satan spent his whole life, I want you to understand this, Satan has spent his whole life studying you. He probably knows you better than you know yourself. He knows what bothers you. You need to know what you need to know what bothers you, and be careful in those times not to lose your peace. You know, everyone's peace stealers are different, but people have things that steal our peace. You know, what what's the things that bother you? Well, you know, uh, some things that bother me. What's what's some things that bother you? You know, the Bible says um, that. Try to help each other avoid those areas. If you know what bothers your wife, if you know what gets on your husband's nerves, then don't do those things. Why? Because I want you to understand something. I love quietness. I love to, to, to just, when I'm studying and resting, I love for it to be quiet. But I want you to understand, Galatians 6 and 2 says, Bear one another's burdens. We need to bear each other's weakness. Realize we all have plenty of them and pray for, for one another. So, 
why does the devil try to steal our peace? Why does he want to take our peace? Why does he want to take what we know as our peace? You know, the Bible says that peace binds us up in the Holy Spirit. Another way to say it is that the Holy Spirit works only in an atmosphere of peace. Have you ever noticed when you when you make a decision, you have peace about that decision, how wonderful that, that decision turns out? Because there's power in peace, guys. And I believe that's why John 14, 27, the Amplifies tells us that our legacy from Jesus is peace. Jesus said, my own peace now I give you, I bequeath to you. In other words, he wills his peace to us. Now, he's not talking about the peace that the world has. If you have a problem and the devil cannot drive you to be upset about it, then he has no power over you. Your power is maintained, is maintaining a peace and a calm and a trusting attitude. The devil's power is causing you to be upset and fearful. When you find yourself in a troublesome situation, let the goal be to simply stay calm. Do not play into the devil's hands by getting upset. He delights in getting you emotionally upset. Usually the first thing a person does when he is in an emotional state is say something out of his mouth and give the devil fuel to add to the fire he's just started. So remember, James 3, 5, and 6 says, The tongue is a little member, but it can start a big fire. It is a world of wickedness set among our members, condemning and depriving the whole body. It is a fire ignited by hell. You can see from this scripture that the devil wants you to lose control so that he can gain control. Remember, the devil sets you up to get you upset. Have you ever noticed when you come into church on Sunday morning how much y'all argue in the car on the way to church or how much you fuss on the way to church? we got to understand that the devil does try to steal your peace. But you've got to remember, when you're in an adverse situation, keep your calm, keep your peace, keep your trusting, keep trusting in him, and just rest in what Jesus has already done. That's the beauty of grace.
Welcome to today's program. I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, and this is the beauty of grace. And what a wonderful privilege it is to be with you today and get the opportunity just to share. And I want to talk about something that I've been on my mind for several weeks and, well, several months, I should say. You know, every born-again child of God should be joy, be enjoying a life full of peace. You know, Jesus said in John 14, 27 in the Amplified, Peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Not as the my, But do not let your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed. Do not permit yourself to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. You know, this is really some powerful scriptures here. So I want you to read these scriptures. I want you to read this scripture over and over and over and just meditate on it for maybe six or seven or ten minutes maybe. And, and let it just kind of soak in and let the Holy Spirit begin to, you know, talk to you and deal with you. But first of all, I want us to notice that the peace of God offers, you know, it's a special peace. It's not like the world offers. You know, what kind of peace does the world really offer? The world offers a certain feeling of peace. This peace cooperates with everything in your life is going the way you want it to go. To go, But when things are not going the way, the world, worldly peace flees in a big hurry and the spirit of upset quickly takes over. But I want you to understand that the peace of Jesus gives operates in good times and in bad times, when you're abounding or when you're abased. You know, his peace operates in the middle of a storm. When you're going through the most difficult time of your life, his peace is right there. You know, it'd be, it would be wonderful as far as the carnal mind is concerned if everything went your way all the time. But we know by experience in the real world this, this ain't going to happen. But as a believer, you know, myself, my personal experience, you know, I've tried for years to use my faith to remove anything and everything that I did not like or what I didn't feel good about. And, you know, this caused me a lot of frustration, a lot of discouragement. You know, I was, I was trying to make something happen that cannot and will not happen. It's always very frustrating. If you can't change people, if you can't change situations, if you can't fix it. You know, but after I spent a little time with the Lord and lived a little bit, you know, I began to realize that I needed to use my faith to calmly and peacefully grow through the storm and the trials of life. I needed to stop allowing the devil to steal my peace every time. I turned around. You know, how many of you, does every time you turn around, it seems like there's something different. There's something different coming at you over and over and over. And you're wondering, Lord, I don't understand what's going on with me. I don't understand why I can't have this peace. I can't understand why this situation. You know, people, but I want you to understand something. You know, Jesus was very plain in John 14, 27 in the Amplified. He said, stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed. So the more I read this scripture and began to think about it and ponder on it, the more I realized the Bible was telling me that I was doing it myself. So I've got to realize that I've got to stop allowing myself to be agitated and myself to be stirred. I've got to stop it. He also said in this verse, Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Now think about that a minute. Do you ever feel afraid? Do you ever feel troubled? Do you ever feel, you know, when things just not don't go your way, do you get discouraged and want to fix it? Or do you really just stand and, and see the goodness of the Lord and trust Him in every aspect of your life? Do you just rest in that peace? You know, 90% of the things that you're concerned about, anxiety that you have. You know, and everybody deals with a little bit of anxiety, but if you'll, de if you'll deal with something in anxiety, you know, it's E-N-X-I-E-T-Y. If you'll notice, right in the middle of anxiety is a little letter, an I. 
In other words, it's me. I am the reason for my anxiety. I am the reason for my struggles. I am the reason I'm going through what I'm going through. So Jesus rebuked the disciples in Mark 4 and 440 for a lack of faith because they lost their peace in the storm. But you notice Jesus didn't lose his peace. He was asleep in the back of the boat. Disciples were in a panic and much upset. Oh, what about you? How would you have been in the back of that boat? Would you have been okay? Would you have peace? If you do not have peace, you are not enjoying your life. Now, I want you to really think about that today. If you're, if you're going through life and it seems like, you know, you, you are agitated or you're disturbed or you're going through situations or you're going through turmoil or you're going through situations you don't understand, peace is really, and we're going to talk about this more in the week, but peace is really the umpire in your life. You know, the umpire in a baseball game is the one that calls you out or safe. He determines whether you stay on base or whether you get off base. He determines whether you stay at bat or you go sit down with the third strike. So follow after peace and you'll definitely enjoy life. Jesus left us a special peace, a peace that is there in the midst of the storm. So I want you to understand today that it's my desire for you to spend your days peacefully. Now remember, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. You know, I lived a lot of my life in turmoil and still do at times. It seems I was upset about something most of the time, but I've learned from the Word of God how to live in peace. Life experiences have taught me that it it is vain and useless to be in turmoil. It only produces more trouble. So I want you to know this is the beauty of grace.